Welcome, guys, to Chat Grappling Cheap Ops with me, JB, and the best Chris in all of wrestling podcasts, Mr. Chris Dredd. Chris, how are you? It's all good, man. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm good. But <laughs> when, you know when you say, like, the best Chris in wrestling podcasting, I've just clicked, like, that includes, like, Mr. Van Vliet as well, right? Like, Yeah. We, we've been we've been over this. I'm sure we have of been it. over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about Van Vliet. Worry about Van Vliet. Anyway, yeah. so yes, I'm all good, bruv. Fresh off my 40th birthday, I'm officially an old oh, cunt. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, this episode needs a nice brew. Okay, we need to have a little fireside chat. Um, some of us have got brew. Fuck it, we've <laughs> both got a brew. Got iron in in, in two different ways. Um. My and man JB rocking the 1901. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. So, so let's 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 deal with what we need to deal with before we get started and get before we dive in head first. Let's do what we gotta do. If you are watching, you know what to do. Hit the subscribe button, slap the bells, do what needs to be done even flick off those notifications if you have to but subscribe do it if you are listening sweet lord if you are listening island we are talking to you thank you that's right 11th in the irish apple wrestling podcast charts all the other podcasts in ireland You'll do fucking nothing. You'll do nothing. You, we are 11th. We're getting there. We're creeping up. Um, and everybody else in the world just needs to catch up to Ireland. Oh, the, the love for Ireland is real. Oh, yes. Uh, and if you are listening, there are so many places you can listen. I have been checking out where people have been listening. And it seems like the there's a place called Podcast Addict where a lot of our listeners come from so if you are listening on podcast addict welcome and that's another Stick one around. that's another one to add to the pod bean spotify deezer <laughs> cast box podcast addict you know what oh, i mean yeah, google amazon it's got to be added in bruv so shout out to everyone for 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 listening on any any of the the you know the different uh, ways and means that you may do so. If you're listening on YouTube, as my man JB said earlier on, slap the bell, touch the bell, subscribe, turn off notifications if you must, but bloody subscribe, please. We it really helps the channel, and it also gives me and JB uh, semi lob on when you do it. Oh, so, indeed. You know every subscribe every time someone slaps our bell, it twitches up Feel a, a little tingle. bit yeah get we get a little tingle so do it and last but definitely not least if you haven't already done it why not take a look at surfshark for an instance indeed take a look at surfshark if you feel like you need your internet to be a little bit safer probably the safest it can be with a nice vpn jump on surfshark Click the link, which is down below, especially in on YouTube, because Chris does that. And check out the deal where if you use the code GRAPPLE, you will get... Chris, you have to remind me. Uh, What's that? The, the deal. 
The deal, it is. So it's 83% off and three free months. So basically, that is what you're getting. It works out something for, for, for 15 months. You're getting it for something like between 11, 12, 13 quid or something for a year. I mean, fuck's sake. And that is with antivirus software. Yeah. Boom. So as Vader says, it's time. It's time. It's Surfshark time. Go and get that deal. Click in the link in the description. Use the promo code GRAPPLE and you will get free, free, free months and 83% off uh, from our lovely friends at Surfshark. When you do the Vader theme, though, it just reminds me of the In Time Wrestling podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's part of their intro. So, yep. yeah, I... Shout out to them. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the man, then. Yeah, Every Justin time. and Jeremy. Um, where to begin? We've been we've been at, we've been away for for a couple of weeks. Chris has had his fortieth. Well, don't you look well for forty, eh? Bruv, I don't look a day over thirty nine and a half, do I? Uh, we are days removed from the North London derby. We've only just started speaking again. And no, we're just, <laughs> we're, there's been a bit of there's been oh. a bit of uh, yeah, a bit of a. Uh, a downer uh, on the football front for you, but maybe. It, well, I don't know, man. We got Champions League tonight, so and I'm go- I'm going to watch the game next week as well. I'm track Frankfurt uh, when they come to the. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's uh, Tottenham Stadium. It's... Yeah, I mean, I know it's all right. Mate. You had a, you had a bad bad Saturday lunchtime. Well, and it was on my actual fucking birthday. My birthday was Saturday, and it pissed on my Weetabix, If I'm honest, like you know, but to be fair. Not taking anything away from Arsenal. I mean, we can talk football for a minute. Arteta's got them chomping at the fucking bit. Yeah. He's got them as a cohesive unit. Um, You came out and you played the game. We just stood there and watched you pass the ball around. It was only a matter of time. But, I mean, the first goal, he dug that one out, didn't he? I mean, fuck off. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He dug that one out. But, um, you know, fair, fair play to you. At the end of the day, when it comes to football, that you, you can't argue, like, results, bruv, really anymore. Like, the Premier League is is such a high standard. Do you know what I mean? If you don't come out and you don't play, you fucking lose. And 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 we did. You know, you're the first team that's beaten us this season. Fair, fair play to you. Well, all we can say is I'll see you in January. You know what I mean? That's it. <laughs> we, 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 Sounds we, like we, a man that rehearsed his response there. <laughs> it ain't even. Do you know what? As a Tottenham fan, you got to be humble, bruv. Like at certain times, you brag. You know what I mean. But at the end of the day, fucking, we got our asses handed to us on Saturday like a fucking bunch of pussies that we was. We I don't know what it is about Highbury or you know the Emirates or whatever. Whenever we go there, there's some kind of like curse. You, do you remember fucking Glenn Hoddle got that woman in for the England team? She was like some psychic healer. He did. I saw the documentary that and everything. Yeah, it was there. Uh... Maybe we need that that Doris, bro. Maybe we need her to come or some like shaman to give it the old fucking yummy, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just do something. Like we've got you've got some curse over us. Our our record. Our record at Highbury is fucking disgusting. It's horrendous. It's horrendous. Oh, bruv. Again, one, nice. one win in like 12 years or something. Fucking disgusting, bruv. It is unreal. But um, hey-ho. Hence, you 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 have your day in the sun on Saturday, brother. We Fair did. Bro. We did. Fucking, the atmosphere looked fucking electric. Uh, it, it did. It did as well. A, a proper crowd, you know, proper North London crowd does, uh, you know, it works. 
But there's nothing. There's nothing like a derby day, bro. There's not. No. There's nothing like a Tottenham versus Arsenal derby. I don't care. Like you can. You can keep your Chelsea versus West Ham. You can keep your. You know. Whatever is you know Manchester, all of that. Yeah, you man, you know, it's Spurs versus Arsenal, bruv, all day long, twice on Sundays. So, shall we dip into wrestling? Yeah, we'll go from the Emirates to fucking Fulham, shall we? We'll go. We'll let's pop over. Yeah, let's pop over to Craven Cottage, where you know they got a dick in, and Tony kept quiet. Yeah, it was always going to happen. He he's he don't care about that stuff. Like I said. I got us some Fulham fan friends, and they, uh, oh boy, yeah, they got a lot to say. Mm. But we're not here to talk about Fulham. No, we're here to talk about wrestling and what is and what is going on and what has been and what hasn't been. Where would you like to start? Let's let's start with there once wasn't there once was a man named Tony Khan. Oh, okay. There once was a man named Tony Khan, and Tony grew up watching wrestling, loving wrestling like any wrestling fan would. He was trading. No, no, no. Tapes. Sorry, let me cut you off just there. Not like any wrestling fan. He was writing on the message boards for the Observer newsletter. So he was. So yeah. he was. You know, he was fantasy booking when he should have been you know, paying attention at Sitting school. Sitting there wanking off with Bix and Span. Yeah, yeah great. He, you know, I, he was doing some kinky shit. So, the, his dad, this guy, Tony Khan, this young lad, his his dad just so happened to be a multi-billionaire, right? So, he grew up, you know, helped his dad at work, you know, the old work experience, work shadowing. Oh, dad, where are we going today? Are we going Jacksonville? Are we going, you know... We're going to go and make the exhausts or whatever. I don't know what his fucking... His dad does some car parts or whatever. Made his billions by patenting bumpers and fucking mufflers, as they okay. call them, you know. And basically, Tony grows up and he says, right, I want to have my own wrestling company. Bearing in mind, he's a fucking scrawny little gimp, pussy old with no bollocks, who basically... <laughs> will get pushed around by any wrestler, including Orange Cassidy. Um, and basically, on. yeah, you know, and basically he, he's got a monumental problem right now. And things keep getting worse for Tony Khan because what is happening on the inside, we'll get to that because I've just seen another tweet today between Sammy Guevara and um, Andrade, which is going on. I, I mean... You're telling me you don't like these work shoots that, they, I mean, that play out on Twitter? to you know even less fans that watch the show i mean it's stupid so you know i i mean the problem is tony's the boss okay he's a multi-billionaire owner of a wrestling company payer of wages yeah he should be able to without any fear or favor be able to turn around to people working for him as employees in his company and say, you ain't doing that or don't do this or this is what we're doing. Yeah. And also what people seem to forget as well is Tony Khan is not a wrestling booker. He has not grown up in the wrestling world. He is just... Booker of the year. 
Yeah, but you know, don't, don't he's say got, these things. He was Booker of the Year. He is literally a fan that is trying to run a wrestling company. That's it. He has no credentials. He he's, living out, he's living out the dream of every wrestling fan out there. Yeah, but he, but let's not forget that's all he is a wrestling fan. That's literally all he is. He is not someone second, third generation wrestler who's grown up around the business, grown up sitting in the cars, listening to the discussions, the booking, the way things are working, how the business works, the integral parts of storytelling. He has basically just told everyone, do what you fucking like, mate. Sort yourself out, son. Yeah. If if you've, you know, you want to go out and, and do a promo, you know, you don't know me. You know, if you want you know, if you want to go out and do a promo and just shout at people, do it. So basically, in a nutshell here, what in Chris is trying to tell you is yeah. someone from the message boards in the 90s yeah. finally got the dream. They got finally. to live, they got to live that dream and own a wrestling company. They got to live it, they got to book it, they got to do everything, but what they always forget is that the dweebs on the message boards only like one thing. They only liked, you know, this circle jerk of wrestling fandom where it's, you know, it's our way or no way. We can't have anything else. It has to be flips and kicks. It has to be a little bit shit. And these message board dweeb guys who you know only really messaged each other in this small sort of vacuum of wrestling fandom became one with this ridiculous brand of wrestling you know ring of honor was the shit remember it was the one it was the place to be and then what happened Ring of Honor didn't make any fucking money. Yeah, and went out of business, ultimately. Yeah. They they will never learn that that brand of wrestling just will not be popular enough. They're trying, don't get me wrong, with no build this week. Um, this will go out after Dynamite, this episode. So with no, no build whatsoever this week, Wardlow's defending his title against Brian Cage. With no build. With no build, obviously. No, well, a tiny video package from Brian Cage on Twitter. So, yeah, I, I saw that. Like I say, yeah, it, I, I've seen the video. You cannot, you, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot build a brand or a wrestling, a whole wrestling company on Twitter. It's not fucking possible. Can, can, I, can I tell you something, right? I'm, I'm almost certain there was talk that one of the provisos of MJF coming back was that he would have some sort of creative control over what his, he would be doing. And you shouldn't have it. No. Well, I think with MJF for what, for this reason, it's a good thing. Okay. Because MJF, he doesn't wrestle that often. And how over is he, bro? Think about this. How many, how many matches really has MJF had in AEW? Thinking about it, less than 10. Oh, no, it's got to be more than 10. I don't think so, bruv. I, I, I would say, I mean, 
Okay, how many? Let's Google this because what basically... whilst whilst My you're googling is... it, whilst you're checking it, I need to remind people of a point that was made. Despite Wardlow and Brian Cage going on with no build, I'm certain Chris is going to watch it because Chris, as he once put so eloquently, "Give me juiced up dickheads, bruv." Yep. <laughs> the man loves big meaty men slapping meat. I love it. It's, you know, it, okay, so eight overall, he's go. had 47. Uh, it's way more than 10. Yeah, yeah. All right. It just seems like he hasn't <laughs> been, um, it, that's weird. I think um, he he picks and he picks his moments well, whether that whether or not that's someone else doing it for him or himself. I, I wrestling think... wrestling forty seven matches in AEW in three years is that's some Brock Lesnar part time shit. Oh no, hold on. Okay, so MJF. Um... Okay, so he's had 35 matches on Dynamite, 14 on pay-per-view, and one house show. So he's had 50, 50 matches. Yeah? There you go. Um, all in all. So, you know, and I think at the moment, he has got... Yeah, so he's in what? How many years has is is, is AEW been on? Around three. About, about three years. So divide 50 by three. You're looking... That's like one one match a month. Yeah. One match a month he's done, really. Um, you know, it, but that's it, how you keep an attraction special, a special attraction. How you keep and he special. knows that. He of fucking knows it. Because this whole Wheeler Utah thing that they're trying to build up, if it was up to the to Tony and whoever's fucking doing it, they would have sh- hot shot that for a rating in Wheeler Utah's hometown last week. Do you remember? Yeah, I mean... But they didn't. They didn't do it. They had a little pop, and then they're having another little dig, and then they're longing it out, because even MJF... It's, it's the three-year anniversary show, I think this is, this week. Yeah, um, yeah. But again, this will go out after Dynamite, so we can't really tell you what happened. We have no spoilers. It's, you know... No, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna watch the three-year anniversary show, okay? Well, just, you've, just said, it, you've said it to me. You've, you watched Dynamite as a guilty pleasure... I do, I do watch it because I, I. But you watch it for not for the not for the reason of you know kicking back and enjoying it. No, I <laughs> I watch it because I I can you know we are wrestling fans, bro, and there's so much they could be doing better. They've got some talking about the women's division. I mean, what a fucking mess that the the it was last week, bro. With with. You know, bringing at the the lumberjack match for the title and all this. And... I think we'll go easy on on a part one or two parts of the women's division right now. Of course, fine. We that that's fine for but reasons say... that we might or yeah. might not t- talk to talk to you about soon enough. Fine. All right. No, no, it wasn't necessarily that what I was going to go in on. It was more the yeah. fact that they do have they do have good wrestling stars, women that are. Of course, I mean, they do. Jane, Jamie Hayter is over. Yeah. She you could tell but from the, the crowd. Britt Baker's never not been over. I yeah, Britt Britt Baker is a is a hell of a conundrum for me. It she is over. She has been more over, and it feels like the star is slowly 
slowly and you have to use the word slowly and really emphasize it starting to fade but it's but it's because i think the whole oh i know what it's for what it is lack of challenges for it's a start. lack of challenges exactly like this what we're saying like the whole thunder rosa getting the title that was and a fucking mistake no one to bounce off with yeah Brit. brit's promos are one of the best part of her package you're only as good as your opponents man you're only as good like all these people like for example again mjf wardlow got where he was by because of the the, the battle he had with mjf and the whole rivalry you know when C cm punk came in and had the dog collar match he didn't have it by himself. He had it again with MJF and MJF helped him, you know, just come into AEW. You know, you've got women. I mean, they should have played the whole Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker thing against each other already. But because Britt hasn't got the belt, there's not any real kind of heat or no, anything they... there at the moment. I mean, don't get me started on fucking Jade Cargill. She's not been on Dynamite ever. She's just on Dark all the time. When has she defended that title on... Anywhere else? I mean, cool. I know it's a TBS thing, but where is she? She's supposed to be the fucking second coming or whatever. She's unbeaten in blah, blah, blah days and all this. She's green as baby shit, bruv. She, at the end of the day, right, She, you've got... If you're going to push um, Jade Cargill, you've got to give her a... Po like, at the moment, her title don't mean dog shit because who has she defended it against? Jobbers. Who's she? What is that title worth? I maybe it's time to unify. I don't know. Bruv, they they're not going to unify because they want to keep. But the fact is, she is not. But there's too many titles on that show, and there's too many titles in yeah. that company. Anyway. I mean, she she hasn't defended been it over this against like... anybody, so it doesn't mean anything. You could fucking hold a title for ages, but if you've got no contenders, there's no fucking point. Uh, speaking of someone stuck on dark or elevation or whatever the show is. I recently clipped one of our interviews uh, with Ray Lloyd Glacier, where yeah. he spoke wonderfully about Anthony Agogo. The man's still on dark, man. Why? The guy can talk, why? the guy can go. What's, what the fuck is going on? Do you, do you want me to tell you why? I've, I've, I've had an insight to this. Oh, here we go. Hot take. Anthony Agogo is being kept on dark and kept out. Do you know why? Because he was fucking Cody Rhodes' project. That's why. Yeah, he's at the Nightmare Factory, which is ultimately Cody Rhodes'... Well, you know, yeah, if you notice, the, the factory are barely on TV as it is. Exacto mundo, bruv. Anthony Agogo was a project, I think, and a, 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 something that... that um, Cody Rhodes was like, no, you know, let's get this. Because who, who's the only person to work with Anthony Agogo on the main show? Yeah, it was Cody. Cody. Cody was the one was like, no, let's work together. We're going to get him here. And they fucked it up. They fucked up the booking. We've got a video specifically talking about how they fucked Anthony Agogo's <laughs> booking up. Yeah, true. We've got a but video specifically. Ray, Ray Lloyd talked about how people would stop at the nightmare factory to pay attention to what Agogo was doing. You know, he is clearly the star of star pupils coming out of the factory. And you can see it. You can see it. He, he cut a decent promo. 
you know, you stick to the strengths of his, his abilities and his working and his, you know, the punches in particular, you've got something. Mate, how have they not put him in the Blackpool Combat Club with Regal? It's absurd, isn't it? It writes itself, dude. It writes itself. He comes out, grabs a microphone, and he calls out Regal and he says, look, you know what I mean? You want to talk about fighting? See what I can do. Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about fighting, mate? I've knocked people out. That's my job. That's what I do. I knock people out. You know what I mean? You got fucking Wheeler Utah and fucking Daniel Garcia getting invites to the combat club. Where, why is Anthony Agogo? Yeah. You know, another British, you know, genuine, like, Olympic boxer. You know, pair him up with Regal. Get him in there. But no, they're not doing it because it's that link with Cody. It, it's that Cody was the person, I think, that brought him in. Um, And obviously... I mean, it's, he, a, it's a bold claim. I, I challenge someone to, to provide other information for me on why Anthony Agogo is not being utilised anywhere. Okay. When you've got Dan Housen on the show, you've got Hook on the show, you you know you've got all you've got the fucking pizza guy, yeah, who looks like yeah. a fucking nonce, yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's got a pocket full of fucking Werther's original, mate. Don't let him two hundred yards near a school. I'm telling you, he, I, he... I think the pizza thing is is not to it's not to my taste. It's not to probably yours either. But the pizza guy, I just yeah, I I'm not I don't understand sometimes and. This is why I question wrestling fans in general. And the other thing that I question is it have AEW finally exhausted the markets that they've been going to? It was it was gonna happen. You know, poor ticket sales in their latest uh you know, I think one of the, the I think what was it? Dynamite debuted in DC, and they've yeah. not sold very well in DC this week or coming up. I don't know. Like you, you've got, you know, you you've got a lot of. I mean, again, let's just talk about um, go back to Cody very quickly. Have you seen um, Jericho chucking Cody under the bus today? Yesterday, I saw. Yesterday, I think. yeah, he said. What did he say? He said, um, um, "No one would, no one, no one knew Cody before AEW." He's got to be working. I mean, come on, bro. That's got to be. That's got to be some sort of work comment. Like I don't it can't think be so, true. Bro. I don't. I mean, but the thing is, though, how is it work though? He's not working with Cody, is he? So what would be the point in saying it? I don't understand what what you're going to get. Because Jericho's got these carny tendencies, and he's got these these worked comments that he can brings out every now and again. You know, for for clicks and for likes and for what have yous, it's it's what the industry is. It's what the business is. It is you know getting more clicks, more views, more likes. It's no different to any podcaster out there or any page or Facebook page or Instagram page or you know, which is you know what you can do if you're 
currently looking listening to us you can check out instagram and facebook pages and twitter pages at chat grapple pops you can see it on the screen if you're watching you can it is on the screen you know like you... i said jericho saying that sort of thing i think is a work for what for what for what means to what end Just to get people talking get people talking about jericho get people talking about chris jericho because that's what you don't stay over this long by not doing stupid shit like that every now and again I mean, but it's like, bro. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't. I mean, who's he appealing to? The AEW fans that think Cody's a dick for leaving. The internet marks. Yeah, that which is which is the core fan base of all elite wrestling. Those internet marks, which will eventually be the downfall of all elite wrestling, the same way they were the downfall of Ring of Honor, the same way they never really took off with Major League Wrestling. Hell, the same way that, you know, what's another one that fell apart? XPW, you know. Although I think XPW fell apart in a different way. We'll get to that one day, I'm sure. I mean, these fucking... I mean, I, I, I don't... This whole thing with with Sammy Guevara now and yeah, let's uh, let's dig into this for a second. Sammy Guevara and Andrade. Andrade told a wrestling news site, or you know, I'm not going to name him because we don't we don't drink tea with them. To be fair, Mm -hmm. Uh, he told this site that Sammy Guevara came into a locker room. Not long after he joined, saying that he was too hard on him, too he was too heavy with his shots and all of that stuff, and puzzled as anyone can be. Andrade said he's used to working with people like Seamus and you know Miz and someone like that who like to work a little snug. And you know, I think everyone, I don't... think I was a little surprised when he said Miz, but you know, fair play. Well, Miz works tight, good. You know, he yeah. works stiff. Good. That's but, the best way to work. But uh, Sammy does not enjoy that style of working, apparently. Yeah, but and that's how you show light. That's how you... That's as how you... usual, yeah. as usual in this game, instead of dealing with it quietly, we are, we are heading towards the work-to-shoot nonsense, which could end up being a program if Andrade wins his match at um, on dynamite or whatever, which is a uh, he must leave AEW if he doesn't win. Yes, he. What was he? Who's God. he? Who's he against? He. It, it... Uh, Preston Vance. Who? From the Dark Order. Yeah. No, he's against ten. T- yeah, him. Yeah. So, te- and ten has to take his mask off if he yeah. loses. And if he if he wins, then Andrade loses. Yes, basically. Uh, but Sammy came back, back to this uh, whole business with you know Andrade and Sammy. Sammy went nuts. He he went full, you know, full dickhead mode. Yeah. And really went in on Andrade. Like, it was almost a bit of a crybaby sort of thing. He said, you're a jobber, a favour hire. Be grateful, bitch. Uh, yeah, there's a... 
and also this is this is the one that he answered him he answered to him personally like as a tweet you didn't say shit to me you liar but here's some truth you ungrateful prick you would be jobless if it wasn't for your dad-in-law rick flair yeah. uh, are you really mad at me or mad at yourself for failing to get over for a second time just go back to wwe like we all know you want to do and fuck off man sammy needs some serious social media training now, what he needs is a fucking smack in the face, bruv. That too, but... He needs a smack. He's, I mean, he's getting far too big for his boots, bruv. If it well, wasn't Eddie, King, AEW... Eddie Kingston came close. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for AEW, no one would know who fucking Sammy Guevara even is. Sammy is fast becoming that guy with go-away heat. He, he's arrogant to Which the point, but but it, that's not a work. I think I think he can be arrogant. He's he's a decent. He's a good worker. He you know can. He's had some good matches in AEW. He's getting uh, there was a point. Group. There was a point when it was with the inner circle and stuff like that. He was. I think the inner circle was the one thing that kept him out of trouble, because Sammy on his own or Sammy with. Ty, a phone, yeah, <laughs> you know, is he's a troublemaker, and you can't have that. There are no, there there are no road agents or whatever. There are no one. There's no one dealing directly, really, with the talent. It should be Christopher Daniels, shouldn't it? it? Well, it should be, but it, I mean, there's too much talent for one man to deal with. There's got to be. A, a group of people that will say to these guys, what the fuck are you doing? I'll, I'll be honest. If, you know, and I'll, I won't say this much, but if I'm Tony Khan and I'm running this whole show, if I see Sammy say that, I'm telling him to take it down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but same time, who are they trying to work here? Is there a program coming up between with Sammy and Andrade? And if there is, most people will switch off and go, oh, you, you fake argued on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, it's... But is it fake arguing or is there more to it, bruv? Oh, is every time this stuff happens, people are like, oh, it's a work shoot, it's this, it's that. But They're always... This is, this is the problem. There's been too many of them. You keep work shooting, people are going to go, you're working again. Yeah. Until someone gets pie-faced or punched in the face or... But 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 if that's not working, that's completely um, unacceptable, isn't it? Yeah. If if it's not a work, then you don't get to talk like that. To, online you know, is unacceptable. Yeah, I think they sometimes forget they might be working for someone. They all think they're they've all going to business for themselves. Yeah. Because again, there's no one giving them a script. There's no one saying, this is my fucking shop. Well, Kurt, yeah. Angle said, Kurt, Kurt Angle said this just the other day. He goes, there's a reason why WWE is, is tighter and has a, you know, it's more sleek and has way more viewers. You know, and he's not wrong. We said this. You can't argue with the Olympic gold medalist who won the gold medal with a broken freaking neck who, yeah. you know, for me, 
Kurt Angle is one of the greatest to ever step in a ring, a wrestling ring. Whether whether, whether you want to talk about athletic ability, whether you want to talk about how he understood the business, how he understood getting over, how he understood working as a face, as a heel, um, his in-ring work with whoever he was working with was absolutely just phenomenal. You know, he knows uh, from working and 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 let's be honest, even in TNA, Perk Angle, you know, when he was working in <laughs> TNA, um, you know, he was phenomenal as well. He was absolutely phenomenal. But he had those special deals yeah, I mean, to make him the, stronger and he had the magic tablets, but mm. there was that again, there was there's people behind the scenes there who knew the business and knew. You know, Kurt, Kurt reminds me of that uh, one bit in that um, that film Goon with Sean William Scott, where the the guy, the goal, I think it's the goalie or something, the hockey goalie says, "Yeah, you know, one, you know, keep your hands off my Percocets, and two, have you got any Percocets?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's uh, yeah, it shouldn't be as funny as it sounds, but it is fucking hilarious. That's great. The Goon's great, man, but. Um, you know, that that you can't have any business, okay? You can't have any business without some kind of internal structure and hierarchy of who's calling the shots and you know to make it a successful business. You have to yeah. in order to create something so complex on a on a on a week because again, they're they're not it they're not creating cohesive weekly episodic TV. They are literally just throwing matches on for the sake of throwing matches on. And you get a little bit of a glimpse of storylines now and again. But even from when AEW started, they, they had a lot more storyline stuff going on. But now it's just descended into literally just, let's just chuck factions together. Let's just have people having... Their, their storylines last one week. So that's it. With that in mind, and I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get a little I get a little jaded talking about the bad shit. Yeah. And how AEW is just just it's fucking with fans. You know, it's let's move on. Let's talk extreme rules and how I gotta be honest, this is a smart bit of business. Daniel Cormier, referee in the fight pit. I think you someone someone wrote this on Twitter. I wish I remembered who put it, but saying that WWE and UFC is the real forbidden door. Yeah. Former UFC light heavyweight and heavyweight champion. Now one of the faces of the company as as its three man commentary booth is gonna referee. Seth Rollins and you know our close good personal buddy Riddle. That's right. <laughs> our buddy should put the picture up again. The picture is going up. You know. Yeah. Uh, again, the fight pit match, which could well be the main event of the show, but not one hundred percent certain on that. But I suppose if you are going to put up a cage, it should be the last thing you do. Having someone like DC mate, like referee, that you know. It's clever. It's a fight pit. It's the closest thing you'll ever get to, you know, the old Lions Den UFC sort of 
style match fight whatever you want to call it and dc's got dc's a wrestling fan it's um you know and he also had that pull apart with brock lesnar in the cage I think it was when DC won the heavyweight title or defended it or something, but he first thing he did was call call out Brock Lesnar and Brock walked into the cage and shoved him. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's there's pictures of that being put up recently on Twitter. There's there's money in that. Of course there is. Because I mean you've but again you've got Ronda Rousey um in WWE. Yeah. You've got Shayna Baszler. You've got legitimate I mean, who have they got? They've got that fucking Marina Shafir. Was she a UFC fighter or was she like a... I'm not sure if she fought UFC. She did fight MMA. I'm not sure if she made it to she UFC. Fought MMA, she, might have, yeah. she might have done Strike Force or something like that. But And they've got, top of my they've head got CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paige, Paige Van Zandt was there for a little while. I mean, what's happened to Paige Van Zandt? Well, Dan Lambert has only recently come out and said that he felt like he was getting stale in AEW, so he pulled away. So did is that you know, did he pull away with his team or does he pull away by himself? And we haven't seen hide nor hair of Paige Transant. So I mean to be honest, Dan Lambert was one of the good things that I enjoyed seeing on AEW. Well it's honest. because it's, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's because Jim Cornette didn't answer the call. So well, we, I mean, even, we need we need an obnoxious guy that can talk. So even even Jim Cornette said that, didn't he? Jim Cornette said that he was almost certain that um, you know, because they they didn't have, they they just basically said we need someone like Jim Cornette, loud and obnoxious on the mic. Whack 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 it on. Um, but yeah, I mean, will you be watching Extreme Rules this weekend? Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, you know. Um, sorry, my phone's just gone, and my gecko's popping his head out of his little uh, his little tunnel. Um, that is not a euphemism, people. It's that actually is a gecko. My actual gecko. We my... hope. Yeah. No, I mean it is it is um, long and scaly, but um, this is this is the only fans part of the you know, portion of the show. I mean, where Chris we, whips his gecko out. That, that we could do an OnlyFans. Um, you know, the the gecko tier would be me fondling my lizard. Um, you can't you can't not say it now like you can't like you, chris is again i can cut and copy all these little bits in you know me fondling my lizard i'm just, I'm just giving you fodder to work with dude don't worry i'm giving you things to play yeah, with he but... wants he wants juiced up dickheads and he wants to fondle his lizard <laughs> uh, it, it is it, it, i mean i yes i will be watching extreme rules um some good, some good matches lined up. You got the I Quit match with Finn Balor and Edge, and I think uh, was it uh, Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan again. Sheamus and Gunter is going to be on SmackDown though. It's not going to be on Extreme Rules. They're hot shotting for ratings, yeah. I mean, if you already had a five star match on pay per view. You can give away the next one for free. Yeah, true, true. It's... They've done it, and we were there, weren't you we? Can, we were like, you we can give it away. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it, but in this world, in this day and age, you can give away one or two for free, can't you? 
not the whole effing pay-per-view. Not the whole effing show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which um, is, yeah. It... So, I mean, you've got... Let me... You've got Bianca Belair and Bailey in a ladder match as well. I mean, that that's going to be great. You're I mean... going to showcase your women, your women's division. Put a fucking title ladder match on. I mean... There is again no contest between WWE's women and AEW's women. There's no contest, and AEW have just signed in whatever capacity she's going to be in. And the AEW marks are, are adamant she's going to wrestle Soraya, Soraya, Psoriasis. As Britt Baker said, um, you know, let, let's just ask, let me just ask you a question. Is she, is she going to wrestle in AEW? Can she even wrestle in AEW? We don't know. We're not, I'm certainly not a doctor or a physician or anything like that. I can't be the one to make that decision. Would you like to see her wrestle again? At this point, probably no. It's a tough. It's a tough one because she can work. Yeah, of course she can. But you're can. WWE have kept people on the bench for for reasons, and it's not because you know they think, well, we just leave them. We're going to leave them off TV. We're going to keep them away from it. It's because they have been given some sort of medical diagnosis to say. Don't let them get in the ring, please. Because Don't they... let them get fucking hurt again. Yeah, because their insurance probably wouldn't cover them. That's probably. I would imagine they're... there's a there's a high premium to it. And and also again, like you say, we don't want them to hurt themselves. No. Anymore. So if if we've said this, and other people have said this, there are currently at least three that I know of at the moment in AEW people that WWE didn't clear to wrestle that are either wrestling or looking to wrestle. Well, Danielson sought a lot of other medical expertise, didn't he? So he would get cleared. So basically yeah. he's just, he picked a doctor that would give him the the, the... no. I I think that was the, I think he. I'm sure he said that he saw more doctors that would clear him more than one. So he thought like so that's a fair enough thing. You know, if you can find you know five, maybe even ten that say yeah no this is okay. Yeah, you might be all right. But if you find one dodgy one that says you'll be all right. Yeah, be fine. Mm. And I know there's, I know things like AEW botches and stuff like that online highlight botches week in, week out. There's a fair few. There's, there's more, there's, there are more botches in AEW than there are in, in WWE. Whether it's six or one. I don't know, bruv. I, 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 there I'm are, being, I, I'm being nice here. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's botches everywhere. Of course, there is, but, but 
some of these botches in AEW look dangerous. They're dangerous. They're dangerous, dude. They're they're dangerous. They're they're either there's two types of botches that regularly happen in in AEW. Ones that show so much light, um, it just makes everybody involved look fucking silly. Or the other end of the scale of things that are happening that are just downright dangerous. Broken noses, yeah. dropped on heads. Yeah. You know, like, I just can't. It had what? Ruby Soho dropped on her head. Yeah. That cannot happen. I mean, look at Britt that, Baker. Came that out cannot happen to Soraya. That cannot happen. But, dude, the, the, the chances of it happening... It, it, you know, you can't really laugh, but who is Soraya going to work with in AEW that's going to protect her the way she needs to be protected? Who has Deep, the... maybe. I mean, that's a push even, bruv. Oh, I don't know. I, think I mean, Deep Serena Deep is... Yeah, she's pretty Fine, safe. fine. But who else? You've not got the array of experienced locker room you know like ring generals sorry in the women's division that Soraya can walk into the ring with and know that they know how to work safely and not drop her on her head they're, they're, we they're, could they're... we could be completely wrong and she just works uh an on-screen role or something. Maybe AEW's getting the GM thing going. Who knows? I mean, she was GM in WWE. Yeah. For, for, a, for that a... role, yeah, that the GM role. Like, it could be a thing. It could be a... You know, maybe she leads a faction like... Uh, maybe it'll be the Norwich, you know, combat club. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to be honest, they, they, they could... I mean, I'd like to see her turn heel, if anything. But in, in AEW, they don't really do face and heel. There's no there's no real cohesive... You, you've got... You, you, you had... You had Jericho Appreciation Society last week open the show. Oh, just the thing in purple. Yeah, and they're supposed to be a heel faction. They come out to Judas. And they come out to Judas, and everyone's singing along and chanting along and and fucking loving it. And then they have to do these stupid, ridiculous, cheap heat things. Oh, does does everybody want some pizza? You're not having any pizza. It's fucking childish and stupid. It's, It's childish and stupid. It's like either be heels, you know... Or, or, you know, apparently we've spoke about this before that Jericho wanted to stop using Judas because he's saying, "Look, everyone's singing along." You know. Yeah, you do. You lose. You lose. You lose your heat because you everyone loves it. it. Yeah, everyone loves it too much. You know, it's the the situation in AEW is getting very very silly at the moment. It's a complete free-for-all. It is... This is all stuff we've said before. I mean, bro, did you see the, the, the 
the Jericho Appreciation Society bit from last week? I didn't. Bruv, Luigi Primo, the pizza man, was with him, okay? Yeah. And he took one punch and was lying on the floor. And I'm not joking, he was lying down for over five minutes on the floor. Who punched him? Um, Daniel Garcia. Right. I'm glad I didn't watch it now. And then you had Daniel Bryan come out, Bryan Danielson, um, and basically offer him to join the Blackpool Combat Club. Um, and it's just, you know, it, it's very clunky. Do you miss the elite yet? Well, I mean, but the, but the, <laughs> this is more more that's coming out. That apparently they can't come back at the moment because there's legal things going on. I don't know what to say. Like, I mean, what's, go- what's going on? The rise and fall of AEW, or you know, the Dark Side of the Ring episode on AEW will be fantastic. It will be better than the rise and fall of ECW, which was saying something because that was one of the best WWE produced documentaries around. Yeah. Now, we're going to stick with AEW briefly for one more part, and then we're going to talk about British wrestling because they sort of tie in together. This weekend at the uh, New Japan show in the UK, in South London. I was going to go to that at Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, Southford River though, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to go there, bro. Um, FTR got on the mic and said, book us Tony Khan. They fucking work for him. Yeah, that's what they actually said. Don't forget, we still work for you. Book us, Tony. One of the, and it's kind of true, one of the best tag teams you've got. You're telling me you can't find anything for him. You can't have him challenged or claimed in a three in a best of three series or something. You know, really have it work. It like, you know, you push together two guys who I didn't enjoy. I don't enjoy as a tag team in Keith Lee and Swerve. I'm just, you know, that's just how I feel. I think they're better separate. But then there's that thing of can Keithley work on his own or Slark and you know, does he need to be in a tag team? But you've got FTR sitting on the bench. I mean, they they gave Swerve in our glory. They had the title belts for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And the then... acclaimed the acclaimed the, the champions now, the acclaimed blah blah blah. You know, I I know you like the acclaimed. I did like the acclaimed. <laughs> I did like the acclaim. Scissor me, Daddy Chris. You know, but again, I'm still puzzled at how that works with two blokes because from what I was aware, it was women that do the scissoring. So I don't understand how two men scissoring. But with butter and a prayer, I'd imagine. Bruv, but even that, bruv, that, that's just, you're just mashing bollocks together. That's going to work. Do you know what I mean? That's going to work. <laughs> Yeah, it it. I, you know, thanks. 
<laughs> yeah, picture it. Imagine, you know. I mean, that's we what have I said this, with butter and a prayer. With but with butter and, and some parsnips, you yeah, know. That, literally, that is butter and parsnips. We were talking about it with uh, with Bishop on uh, on. Oh, you've just got a bit of feedback from you there, Chris. So, yeah, the New Japan shows at the weekend. FTR worked, I believe they worked with Aussie Open. So fair play. Yeah, Aussie Open are fast becoming one of the best tag teams not signed by the major promotions, although they have worked with AEW for some shots here and there. And also, uh, what was it? Solvepro had their big show, their big debut show this weekend, just gone. Now, I saw too many tweets and too many posts saying, British wrestling's back, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe so. And I have to tell you why. British wrestling is currently riding the wave of success from Cardiff at the beginning of September. I don't think these guys will be riding those same sort of crowds and numbers and money-making possibilities come February. No, I mean, you know, it. British wrestling still has a long way to go. Oh man, you know, so it, far it really, it especially really especially when Dickhead Two were meant to be casted out of the business, are trying to sneak their way back in. We called one of them out on their shit. We got blocked straight away. Um, yeah. Who, who, who did we? Who did we get blocked by? Oh, Edler. Oh, Dan Edler. Oh, okay, yeah. And he likes to he likes to type and get angry at people and tell them to the, you know, come and say this to my face. Anytime, bro. Any fucking time. Bruv, all day long, mate. We will happily say it to your goddamn face. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not a I'm a, not on a downer for British wrestling or nothing. Yeah, we fucking love it. Well, you know, I mean, we, I think we. There's I mean, a show coming up this month that may or may not have Minoru Suzuki on it. I think we're. I think we're going to that. I mean, I, I, I'm. I'm almost certain. You know, I mean, it, hell, we, that, we, that's fucking elite shit. That's madness, and not an elite elite shit in the way that you know you want to talk about all elite. It's just. It's just awesome. It's a Japanese wrestling legend. You know, we lost one hell of a Japanese wrestling legend this week. Just gone. It's it's amazing that we get to see some of these guys, even at whatever age they're at, coming over and doing their thing. And, you know, British wrestling's making that happen. But for for people to say, oh, British wrestling's back, there's still so far to go. Oh, there, there's a long so way to far. go, man. Yeah, I mean, who, who's the man that I like, the Japanese bread with the lovely barnet? Ah, uh, Shooter. Shooter <laughs> Umino, yeah? Yeah. Shooter, I'll tell you what, he's my he's a G, brother. I love his barnet. He's got nice, well, yeah. for our American friends, a barnet is your, is your hair. Um, that's right, yeah, yeah. I need mine cut too. Fucking stay of it, yeah. I mean, but... I can't say much with my barnet, but, but, you know <laughs> what I mean. But, um, it's the old Cockney rhyming slang, the old barnet fair is your hair, but everyone, you know, mm. so he's got a lovely barnet, um, and he's great in the ring. He's got Leonora Suzuki does not. But, um, wasn't Shooter Umino on the um the, the the Forbidden Door? He worked Forbidden Door, yeah, he did. Yeah, 
See, again, British wrestling gets that, you know, bringing in some of these, you say household names, because they're not. But, you know, within the wrestling world, they are, you know, they are names, they are top names. But, again, riding the wave in October from a show that did 60,000 in Cardiff in September, saying that British wrestling is back and it's this, that, and the other, is not, you're not there yet. Slow down. That's it. I mean, you know, there are you know, some there are some big wrestling shows coming up in the UK. You know, we're still waiting for the wrestling entertainment series to get started. <laughs> Sorry, no, I had to, I had to drop that in there. No, no, but th- these guys talking about British wrestling is back. They do need to Bobby Valentino. They do need to slow down because you know that it, it's building. You know, you've got. Progress, you know, Rev Pro. Progress, Rev Pro, Soft Pro just starting. You know, one you... P, one not one PW. Is it one PW? Yeah, no. one Pro Wrestling. No, which is the one that's running Doncaster. Yeah, one PW. Yeah, one PW. One, it's IPW that needs to go fuck itself. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. So one, yeah, one one PW just had a show with um Colt Cabana. It was um Team Shag came back this weekend. Just gone. Oh boy, Brav. You know how I like Team Shag. Let's come on, Colt Col- Cabana. Colt Cabana. I mean, and there's a Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana is riding this weird wave of, you know, relevance right now. Bruv, for me, Colt Cabana has been Team Shag all day long. And the other one, <laughs> less said about him, the better. Well, Mr. Burridge. The pucker one, yes. The pucker one. I like him, bro. I know you do. I like him. But this does not. He <laughs> doesn't. I'm a fan of the pucker one, Darren Burridge. I, I will, you know, his in-rim work is phenomenal. Um, I will hey. say we... He, huh? Sorry, you say in-ring work is phenomenal. He was great. He's a great worker. Watch, watch more of his matches. Seriously. <laughs> watch his watch his matches you know and I, I will say I mean I think our chances of getting him on the show now are been and gone but I spoke I would I was speaking with him on a regular basis and there was twice when he was supposed to come on and he didn't come on because he was busy doing this or that or the other and then once he, he had COVID and then he cancelled on the day my man you know, was baiting so, and switching. That's what he was doing. It, I mean, I would have, I would have really enjoyed having him on because I, I enjoyed his theme tune was great because it was like a version of Boys and Girls by Blur. Um, it was like a weird, like you know, is it, I think it started off with "I am so pucker and you are a slag" or something like that. Yeah, this is fucking great. Um, wow. you know, for it. No, for its time, it was fucking fantastic. I don't care, like, you know, and yeah, I, I don't think he's coming on the show now, but I, I did try and get him on the show. Um, and I I, I think he, it it was maybe three times he was supposed to come on, weren't it? And he, he no-showed or whatever. It was, or he, it was three times. Big First time, you, bro. He big-timed me three times. So it, it, it was, you know, it's a shame because, you know, they say you should never meet your heroes and maybe you shouldn't. And you didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> didn't get to. But yeah, no, I, I I like Team Shag. I, you know, they were, you know, I've got some One Pro Wrestling DVDs that are yeah. really good. You know, and we've got we spoke to Chris Hamrick about uh, One Pro Wrestling. 
and you know there was there there was a lot of people uh yeah, coming for, for over the, for those listening those new to this go and check out our older interviews some of those are fucking bangers dude we i mean we banger was in... after banger mate I, I i it's not like i like the sound of my own voice right because <laughs> when we're doing the interviews we don't often we don't we speak, barely talk <laughs> we, we barely talk that much but you know dude some of our some of our previous you know interviews we i listen to them on the way to work and then when i get to work i'm like right i've got to finish this you know i i forget how good um some of our some of our interviews have been because you know it, you know we had sunny ono great interview duke the dumpster drosy um santino morella jameson the voice of British wrestling, Dean Ayas, Chris Hamrick, fuck Alex Wright, um, Kiwi, um, you know, um, Oliver Gray, uh, aka um, Joel Redman, yeah, Joel Joel Redman. Um, I mean, we had Eric Watts. You know, we've had Max Payne. We've had Marty Elias. Shout out to Max. He had a birthday just come up as well. Yeah, he did. You know, and I tell you what, Brian R. Solomon absolutely fantastic interview if you haven't seen our interview with brian r solomon watch that interview dude the guy was he was in the thick of wwe um you know to 2000 to 2006 currently on the arcadia vanguard network so absolutely. i mean and a lot of you will know who that who was running that and who was working on that so that's right you know brian r solomon interview absolutely fantastic um you know it is Oh man, you know, it is just in banger after banger after banger. And you know, some of them are like real hidden gems. If you actually just listen to the interviews, they are just it's just really, really good, man. Um, and I'm not just saying that because it's us, but if you actually just listen to them, you know, it is you know, Billy Barty, you know. That I think we've got to update our shoot interview thing because our playlist because I don't think all of them are on no, there. There's a few missing. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a few. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I still think Billy Barty was a, was a great interview. You know, not whatever to, he was not to everyone's taste, and I, that's fine. That's fine. But it was insightful. But we, we will not. We will not judge and we will not discriminate because so because a few of you don't like someone that we interview. Yeah, you know, great. If they come on and they start talking about some really fucked up shit, fine. Yeah, I mean, we'll get there. But <laughs> Billy you know, just Jason. because people don't necessarily like someone the way the way they feel about wrestling, the way they talk about wrestling, yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna just dismiss them straight away. No, I mean, we we you know, I I thought Billy interview was quite insightful. Um, look into it, you know, and he was doing stuff with, was it One Pro Wrestling or IPW? He was working with uh, IPW. Yeah, because, he, yeah. Um, mm. You know, but he gives even an insight into the British wrestling world, and even he said that the conditions that were created by IPW where you had vulnerable you know, whether, I mean, I don't know if you can call women vulnerable now and it's a non-PC because everyone's supposed to be equal, but let's be honest, when you've got one or two women sharing hotel rooms and things with a load of dudes, yeah, you know, you're creating 
opportunities for things to happen. And we all know that certain things happened in IPW with young wrestlers, female wrestlers, young fans, you know, and, and things like that. So you just have to look it up. If you don't know what we're talking about, by all means, go and check it out. Uh, yes, check it out because the, um, yeah. some some shit some shit went down. Shady bullshit. Um, you know, so it's our interviews. We, I mean, we we've got another one in the pipeline currently. Correct. We have indeed. We it's not fully scheduled yet, but it is. It's uh oh, I, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. Oh, dude, it's, yeah. it's it's another one. It is. I could I can imagine that might be next to come out. I, I would I would yeah. say I would say it's probably gonna be the next one to come out. So we're keeping you on tenter hooks a little bit yeah. if you're listening, but it, do not you know do not be you won't be disappointed again because it is someone in the wrestling world. Yeah, a fantastic insight. Oh, a f- absolutely fantastic insight, you know, and I love those interviews with and... people just a New York Times bestseller. Fucking a dude, yeah. you know. It's... So we're keeping we're keeping you informed that it's most likely that our next episode will be an interview. You know, yeah, it's just what we do sometimes. And you know, who knows from there? What's next? I mean, we we it's it's becoming. You know, we we love we haven't done a review for a long time. Rest, but... Wrestling. You know, luminaries and wrestlers, wrestlers themselves, are notoriously bad to pin down for a time. We've had so much in the pipeline, and then we just haven't been able to. To I mean, bro, but I mean, we'll we'll share this with the guys. We have. I've been trying to pin down a pair of people to come on for a long, 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 long time, and I've well, been chatting. Chatting it's to them, some, for... something something's happened there. I've I've seen that something has gone on. So you know, we, it might take a minute for that yeah, one. It, so you know, but we, when we get these guys on, we're geez, working on stuff all the time, all the time, constantly. We are we are constantly chatting with with wrestlers. You think we have... we'd get tired of the rejections? I mean, you know, we, no, no, there's there's you know, not when Ireland wants to hear us talk. <laughs> Fucking yes, you know what I mean? So we are still pushing. We are still, we're still here, bruv. We're still here. We're still putting, I mean, I would love to do a review soon. I mean, we we can, we can bang out a review at some point. Uh, we, we can. Um, as of today, I think, yes. What's today? Tuesday? Tuesday, the 4th of October. There you go. Tuesday, the 4th of October. I am a mere three weeks away from landing or, well, yeah, landing in the land of Lucha. So later on this month, I will be in Mexico. I will be bringing back copious amounts of wrestling masks and any sort of wrestling paraphernalia I can find, which from what I can tell, and I've been before, is is there's quite a lot. So it'll be all sorts of craziness. What does, you know, I'm praying and hoping and praying and praying a little bit more because only recently in the main foyer of the hotel I'm staying at, they had a little wrestling show on. And 
my mind was blown when I saw these pictures and videos. No. Yeah, they had a they had a ring set up, they had a show on and everything. And I was like, damn, I need yo. So I'm sort of I don't know the what the plan is yet or what they put the hotel are doing for their events in three weeks time but sweet geez if there's wrestling on all hell's gonna break loose especially for chat grappling cheap pops bro that will be <laughs> fantastic that'll i will be... i will beg and plead with them to let me take a bump or a chop or something like jesus to have you in there with a midget wrestler's bruv, you could maybe get chased around like Benny Hill. Probably fucking taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I hope that, yeah, I hope that happens, man. That'd be sick. Well, I mean, maybe, you know, we, we might even bank a few, bank a few Fuck episodes. It, we, might have to, we might have to set up a ring and do our own shit. <laughs> I mean, I'd love, I mean, we, you know, I would love to have my own Crystal, Crystal has the feelings. I still get, I still get the feelings. You know what? When we was in Cardiff, we were, we were in our Airbnb, and Matty Diamond D give me a chop. I've got the, the video. I've got the video. I haven't posted it yet, but like I might have to post it soon now. Now that you've mentioned it, you, did you get me chopping him as well? I did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I left a little, a little hand mark on his titty. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, you know I mean, that woke me up though. That woke me up for the morning. They were working. They were working stiff. We were working stiff, man. Sammy Guevara wouldn't have liked it, but that's how we were taught, bro. We were ta- taught to work stiff. That's it. You lay it in, bro. Sammy only wanted to work stiff with Sasha Banks, dickhead. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Oh, mate, that's unreal, bro. I mean. You know, so I mean, there's not much more to really say. No, I mean, what else can we say? We can say, slap the belts, give them that tickle, give them that little nudge, headbutt them if you want. I don't care. Oh, bro, I'll tell you what, I was in London actually, just a quick one. We'll do this on the air. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, I was in London on the weekend because I got gifted uh, tickets to see a musical in London, Leicester Square. Um, I went to go and see Bob Marley's story, Get Up, Stand Up. Fucking fantastic. It really was. And I'm not a musical guy, yeah, but it was fucking great. But there's a Jollibee, isn't there? Yeah. Leicester Square. There is a Jollibee in Leicester Square. And I actually thought about, because again, there's one in Cardiff. So we we I actually thought fuck should I go and get him some chicken buffalo by the time I get it back. Well, I did it, didn't I? Yeah, no, it was, it was uh, and we tried it on the uh, oh god, yeah, the other channel. Don't, don't, get, right. don't let me forget the other channel. See, segue, 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 yeah. son. If you want to see me eating food <laughs> and chatting right. with my missus, you know, so this can also be another thing where people you know can can say, Oh, go get some bitches, touch grass. You know, one, I'd never be as disrespectful as that to my own wife, but mm. Yeah, I have a wife and we have a channel. We talk nonsense, we make we make each other laugh and we eat food. You know, if you want to go and check that out, it's at Adventures with Mr. and Mrs. B. You'll find it. Hell, you might even find it in the link in the description. I don't know yet. We'll we'll figure oh, bro, that out. That sun kissed is banging. <laughs> yeah. <That is> banging. <laughs> we have a yeah, we try a lot of stuff and you know, either twist our faces up or we enjoy it, it you know, whatever. But yeah, if you if you want to see more of me 
god help you um <laughs> ireland you know you want to see more of me you know you do fucking <laughs> go on the irish <laughs> and my missus is half irish so she's really like twigged about this sort of stuff she's really like she was yes. well impressed yeah so yeah so yeah jolly bees banging chicken amazing stuff bruv i saw it and i thought of you straight away like as soon as i really? saw it i said oh fuck up could get him some chicken and actually i wanted to be honest i would have tried it myself but i just eaten like um a chinese hot pot where did you go chinatown yeah went to heidi lao hot pot in leicester square oh brother it's amazing like obviously you you cook your own food in this like bubbling soup pot that's in front of you it's just oh brother it's absolutely banging bruv trust me it's amazing but yeah i came out belly full just literally <laughs> just looking and i saw the johnny straight into the queue for johnny bees oh mate i was like it's fucking crazy but i will try jolly bees when i'm there next time oh man yeah filipino fried chicken you cannot beat it is really good shit um so yeah where were we we were saying slap the bells do the do the ting yeah Hit the ting do it come on if you are listening and you are you know how about giving us a five-star review? How about giving us a comment? Something like that, you know, on, especially on apparently podcast addict, because that's where you've been finding us. You know, we're, you can't imagine, you can't imagine how grateful we are that people listen to this shit. We we love, we love it. And we, we're in the work and we are now on 1.1 K subscribers on YouTube, which is phenomenal. For a couple of jabronis like ourselves, you know, we would have never, we would have never have dreamed that we would have got to this point um, already. But it makes us feel amazing, as gold oh, dust, yeah. little gold dust says. Look at him, right? Those mini figures, man. They, I, I do love those mini figures. I had a set when I was a kid. I was saying to Chris before we came on. <laughs> like, and that's why he's gassed me up about them. Yeah, they are. Oh, there's a classic. There. Like, you know, I've got a little. So good. You know, you've got a little Paul Bearer, bruv. <laughs> you know, you've got the actual King of the Ring robe as well. You know, it, it, it it's it's phenomenal. You got the little King of the Ring robe and the King. You of see, the Ring you robe. see how we get caught up in this shit. Like we we we're meant to be signing off, and we're talking about little wrestling rings and all Mini that figures. stuff. Yeah, like that's that. right. But anyway, yes, we, yeah. we you can tell we love this shit, and we're extremely grateful and thankful that anyone listens, subscribes, touches the bell, gives us the five star reviews. But please keep doing it. We're going to keep putting the content out. We've got a, a one fantastic interview in the pipeline. We are going to do reviews. I think maybe we could put out a little thing on Twitter. And we'll give people the choice of something that they might want us to review because we, uh, the you know, poll. Yeah. yeah, we'll do a little poll well, because we can do it on Twitter. We can do it on Facebook as well because Facebook is wonderful. We have, you know, I don't think we've spoken about this on a show yet, but one of our Facebook reels hit a million views. It did, and yeah. that is outrageous. We get a lot of interaction on that Facebook. There's yes, a, we get like we thousands do. and thousands of views every week, you know. So, so if you're from Facebook and you're checking this out and that, you know, welcome. Thank you. Yeah. We, you we, know, we, Facebook and Instagram, the forgotten 
social medias of chat grappling cheap pops it's, it's true it's true yeah, because we're too busy looking at shit that people say on twitter that's right it's like that meme in it you know where we're holding we're holding facebook's hand and then twitter's behind and we're giving it a, <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> because we cannot resist geeing up some fools on Twitter and having some banter and stuff like that, but no, Facebook and Instagram are also there. And Please also, go and, yeah, check uh, them yeah. out. And also, join the group AEW fans said what question mark on Facebook is fucking great. There are some doozies on there. There are really <laughs> some doozies. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's sign this off. Let's say thank you again. We, you know, we're so grateful you made it to the end of this one, and we will see you soon. I mean. Like I said, check out Instagram because I'm pretty sure we're going to do some weird shit and maybe even hit up a Facebook Live when we go to that wrestling show. Yeah. Anything weird like that, we can go for it. Thank you again. We appreciate you so much. I'm JB. Next to me, the best Chris in all the wrestling podcasts, and that includes you, Van Vliet. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, guys. We will see you soon.